Please introduce yourselves. Alright, first and foremost, I'm Waze, official Waze at that. I'm coming from the IE. Originally, my family from Houston. We come from Third Ward, out there near Fifth Ward. And I'm an independent artist. I record myself. Um, I work in House 33, and I do everything literally myself. I'm my boy Dink, right behind the camera, and the whole team and adventure, politic and everything. This is my brother, Liddell, aka LA Ankles. He's starting to do YouTube. So basically, I'm just plotting on starting a big team, like you always tell me, the conglomerate, you know, just something to venture and branch off so I can start having more of a consistent team. Like, how can I say? I feel it, I feel it. So, like, in 2020, did, did something happen with your team that, you know, exposed the, the, the lack of a team? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was like the consistency wasn't there. I had to learn to move on and do other things with other people and build my foundation like that with the support that I got behind the bigger aspects of bigger artists and different co-signs. Like, I had to learn that you can't think about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people think about themselves or it'll be too many chiefs and not enough Indians, you know? So everybody wants to be the main one. Everybody wants to be the person, the reason why they come up. Everybody wants to be the one to show off and how they do shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that in this game, for sure. But I want to start doing shit like showing people none of that matter. Like, you know, like the jewelry, shit like that. Like, I'm an artist myself, so I understand, like, being in Clubhouse when I was listening to 21 Savage when he was speaking about how people get caught up in the midst of this is what you need to be a successful artist. Nah. Like, I look at Mario Judah. Mario Judah. Big example. He just blew up doing crazy stuff right now. Crazy music. And he made hundreds of thousands of dollars and he still remained himself. Like, he still pushes with his team. He still feeds his team. You know? He still pushes that conglomerate that he's a part of. You know? And I feel like that's important. That's the main step. Because... Nothing matters, like I was saying earlier, if somebody can't connect to you. Like, you know? Now, as an artist, how do you decide whether, you know, you drop one single and you, you run a campaign behind that single, or do you just drop, you know what I'm saying, multiple drops and just, you know, throw something out there to see what sticks? Like, what, is the, what is the mentality behind your approach? And the main goal is, it's like bird feeding. No offense to the public or anybody that support me. You, you put out a song, promote it to the fullest, run ads, get playlisted on Spotify, and do radio promotion. Right now, as far as I understand with the industry, it's playlisting and radio promotion. That's the main two. A label can't offer you shit else that you can't do yourself. Period. So as far as dropping a song and creating that hype, first you gotta plant a seed. My problem is, I can plant the seed, but I'm so talented in every lane of every genre and anything that another artist could do, I can do it. But I have to learn what lane am I sticking to? What crowd am I reaching? Who am I really trying to have back me up? Like, you know, back me up like XX Fantasion. His sound is strictly for more people that were on the depressive side of things. You can have the hype artist. You can have the mellow R&B artist. It's the lane that you got to pick. 
But the thing is, it's hard for me because I don't like getting put in a box. I don't want to be stuck in a certain lane. So that's why when I drop a song, I always drop something that's different. And at first, I didn't drop all last year. But now I'm starting to drop so I can show people, like, it's really possible. I'm not the type of person to get caught up in clout or, you know, things like that because I know that's what people pay attention to in this industry. Like, uh, uh, A&R won't even look at you unless they see the numbers or clout or what the fuck you're doing. Unless you're a writer or a producer. Nowadays, artists really don't get love. Like, it's really hard out here for different artists that's trying to come up, especially with this little COVID thing going on. Can't perform, can't do half of that unless you're doing it virtually. And people are still selling out concerts, ETC, but that's that just goes to show towards me planting the seed, like I was saying, just planting the seed and promoting that song, hoping that it sticks to the crowd, because real music gets supported no matter what. So okay. that's now, how coming that up with that, that campaign, is that something that you decide and, and the team gets behind you, or, is it, or do the team help you decide what songs you should actually push forward and campaign on? Mm, honestly, I, I feel like that's just the general public itself. And honestly, just me and going about how I feel. Personally, I feel like when I when I go about the campaigns of dropping music and promoting it, going through PRs and stuff like that, first off, I go through the source itself, which is probably either him, my boy Arson, or I'll hit up Tail or Chief and I'll see if that's a green cosign. Like, it's a green go. Like, if that's the cosign that we have to go for, drop it, put it out, promote it, do everything, get it on a couple playlists, and go from there. But other than that, yeah, I just go off of the strength of me really personally deciding first, of course. Like, I have to decide for that if I feel like that song is good enough. Because I want to do what I feel. I'm not signed. So. I, I ask that because a lot of these crews are filled with yes men. And they ain't gonna give you no real opinion, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They ain't gonna just tell you what you wanna hear. Mm-hmm. And, and if you ain't got a real team that's gonna give you a real opinion mm-hmm. on what you're doing, you know, then that, that's half the battle. That is true. I mean, personally, your friends is your worst nightmare. Because they're gonna say yes and they're gonna agree to anything. Like any homeboy of yours, any friend, anybody that's growing up with you, they're gonna be the yes man forever. They're gonna be the ones that, yeah, bro, you gonna do it? Cause that's the support. That's where it comes from first, you know. They're the first to seek out the real support because that's always the closest ones to you that's going to say yes to anything you do. But from the outside looking in, you're going to get a lot of no's before that yes, you know. Not everybody will agree to agree with you. A lot of people agree to disagree all the time. It happens every day. It's just life in general. But, yeah, with other artists, they, they can't follow the gut of being around yes men that, that just say, oh yeah, I support that, I support this, nah, like, personally, that's not right. Wanna know why? Because majority of the artists go about it wrong when they think just showing their homies and friends is cool. Nah, put it out there to the general public. Because if a song is gonna curate and blow up on its own, regardless, like I said, good music is good music and good music outweighs the bad or anything that you do. So when you're promoting, you're going to go do shows like Niggas are scared to do that. Go get you some shirts made. Go get you a website made. Go send it to PRs. Go get publicists to repost you. Go claim your Google Knowledge panel. Go start your LLC. Go start, go do everything. Because if you're not doing that, you're lacking. You're big time lacking. Want to know why? Because nothing is going to work for you if you're going about it that way with yes man. Be yourself no matter what. Being your own entity matters regardless of who you're around or what you're doing. Period. You gotta be your own entity. 
like 16. He walked in by himself. That holds more weight than walking in with a big ass team. That's real. So, as far as as far as the future and, and your rap career, because I know you engineer too. Yeah. What is your focus? Is it just your solo rap career, or is it engineering? How do you balance both? That's a great. I'm a lot. Um, when it comes down to engineering. I take it to heart all the time, but I don't because I can't get I can't let it sidetrack me from me really being an artist. Like you know, I'm a I'm a I can't let that cloud my judgment to where oh people only accept me because I'm an engineer first. Nah, that's why I'm starting to let it be known that I'm an artist too. Like I got a DM from my boy Isaiah Pressplay. I love my nigga Zay, but uh, he had texted me. He was like, I'm glad you didn't give up yet. Talking about I want to work. Like, let's work this one's on me. And that shows me love because he's letting me know that he cares most about it. When people care about your situation, right, and they want to see you grow, they're not going to charge you for growth because growth is organic, just like a plant. When you plant that seed and it grows, growth is organic. So when somebody is not trying to help you grow, they tend to charge you for things. Oh, yeah, let me get this price out of you. Let's do this. When people don't charge you for things, like to most artists, like because I'm features, anything that we do, producing, anything, like we've been in this interview now. When people don't charge you for things, that means they genuinely care about your come up. They genuinely care about you succeeding to where you're trying to get to and the point that you're trying to get at. People care about that. Nobody in this world will deny that, go against that. People care about that. Because when you're really doing things like that to set examples and bars for people, it shows the type of person that you are. That's what matters most. Just giving a handout and helping people. Now, as far as being an engineer, are you influenced by so many different sounds because you're constantly hearing different types of raps? How do you how do you keep your sound your sound and not be too influenced by what other people are bringing into the room? I ain't gonna lie. I, a lot of artists that come into the room be crazy, like 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 it's it's crazy. Like it's so many artists in the world, it's hard to really just like focus on one sound because it's everybody doing everything but majority of the time I never focus on other people's lanes like I tell my bro all the time like mm-hmm. he does YouTube I'm not in the YouTube lane I'm not gonna go bandwagon what he do jump on what he do because he's doing it I'm not a part of that lane that's the whole goal of staying in your lane and doing what you gotta do because when you stay in your lane things work out way more better than what it's supposed to mm-hmm. period stay in your lane if you're doing music, stay in that lane. Don't change the sound for the next nigga because he don't like your shit. Don't change the next sound for the next person because they ain't trying to listen to your shit. Don't do that. Because once you start changing that, you're setting yourself to their standards. When you're looking for acceptance from other people and you look throughout other people's acceptance, that's where that whole bar comes into where you're setting yourself to their standards and limiting yourself from like real expectations because you're setting your bar to another motherfucker that could care less about what you're doing when you're working as hard as you can to get what you're doing done. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit comes with work. Putting in money for your career, that comes with work. So standing in your lane with that sound, you got to stay in your own lane with the sound. You got to move smart with your sound. Don't let nobody come against that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally feel like when you locked into who you are, you gotta stay who you are, stay true, 
no matter what, who you're around or how you do it. Because personally, nobody's really going to knock you or help you. So regardless, honestly, you got to say fucking opinion and stay in your lane. Yeah, that's real, that's real. That's really it. So. so I know personally 2020, man, 2020 taught me the difference between real love and fake love. And, and when I started to receive real love, I realized how much fake love actually was out there. So what, what did 2020 teach you? And, and how, did you, how did it change the way that you approached the game? Literally, like you said, the fake love, the real, you know, me going through my stages of being homeless last year to finally being able to do everything that I love, you know, being able to afford things now and maintain, you know, with my bro. And it means a lot to me, you know. So, like, like last year taught me the biggest lesson, 2020. First off, uh, hustle. <laughs> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. hustle. Like, nigga, I do everything to hustle. Like, I, I got vending machines. I'm into selling cars. You know what I'm saying? I do everything that's a pretty penny. Everything that's a pretty penny. First off, because you got a funny career. But it's, it showed me, like, who would really support you and who would stand for you. It showed me no matter what, don't do things for other people's expectations or limit yourself. Like I said, like, last year was that big example for me. Like, put your money where your mouth is and right behind your career. Like invest a dollar, ten dollars, twenty dollars into ads on Instagram, Google, YouTube, anything. Do that, you know. Like last year taught me like the biggest investment, like me being in House 33, things like that. Um, Arson had told me that the bro asked one of the guys that made the Frank Mueller watch, "What is your biggest investment?" And he told him, "Yourself." And this is a millionaire owning houses, multiple houses on the hills. And it's sickening because he's saying invest in yourself. And that's a big example. Like last year would teach you invest into yourself, focus on yourself, and don't worry about what others say. Because no matter what, there's somebody out there supporting you. You know what I'm saying? Like last year was a depressing stage for everybody with the world, COVID, artists not being able to perform, businesses closing, um, teams falling off. A lot of money circulating. There was a lot of stuff going on last year. It was too much. So now, like I said, last year was just a learning lesson, you know, just showing who you, who's in your corner and who's not. That's really it. But yeah, that's really it. So 2021, we, we gonna get some releases from Waves? Cause you said you didn't release nothing all last year. So when, when are we gonna get something? We're oh, that's believe. Single. And I, you got something lined up for us? What's, what's so my my goal is, I'm gonna start dropping every week. Like tomorrow, I got a video shoot at a dam. I'm gonna be sitting there rapping to my recent song Swerve. I'm gonna be rapping in the middle of the dam. I'm gonna have a table set up with my old speakers, my old mic, cause I still got the same mic that's all taped up on the pole. My old mic. Like, you know, once you get a little money, don't let it change you. You know what I'm saying? Always stay the same. Your sound will never change. Stay with the same sound. So I always travel with that studio equipment. I just want to show everybody tomorrow after I get it filmed. I want to show everybody, like, no matter what you have, always remember to still push forward, you know, and still utilize what's around you. It's not about what you have. It's about what you got. So that's all I'm trying to set for an example is just me doing that, just dropping music every day, or really every week, every week. So that gives you a week to promote each song. So for this week, you'll drop a song, boom. 
the next week you drop a song promoted boom that gives you time plus you saving up money and it just keeps adding up ads 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 pushing it because somebody gonna run into it like internet money internet money put on a lot of artists that they found off of instagram ads like literally if you want to be real like you want to really blow up in this game it's instagram twitter and motherfucking uh, uh, Facebook. Facebook ads and playlists and radio skits. Nice. That's it. Is, is playlisting worth it? Because I know mm. artists that have done it and they said that it wasn't worth it. But, but they didn't do it consistently. So it's something like a, a one time thing where the it's a one you gotta do consistently. It's a one time thing with these artists, you know? I, I watch Russ, Russ go live, right? I watch Russ. This nigga Russ literally hopped on his tune cord and said, oh, I got $68,000 sitting here. Off his streams. So when an artist is trying to say that that doesn't work, that works. The money is in the place, too. Let's not forget that. Money is in the place, period. So when you get playlisted all on Spotify, that's money. I paid to get playlisted. Like now, I'm on a big ass playlist. 38, no, yeah, 38,000 some listeners. There's probably people streaming my shit right now. Ask him. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be seven people, 10 people streaming my shit live off of playlists. So when artists say playlisting on Spotify don't work, stop. Because right now, all labels are doing for artists is getting you on the radio and playlisting. That's it. So the little TikTok dances is cool and all, but that's just not that's not gonna blow up no more. That's so are you up. looking for a label situation? Or no. I could have got signed to Tato and Chief Keith on my grandmother's grave. Dead ass. I still have the offer. I can FaceTime folks right now on God, my peoples. Dead ass. Anytime they out here, I can always go over and hit these things up, period. But did I take that deal from them? No. Nah. But I got a solidified cosign. Why would I need your deal? For what? So you can be getting fucked out your money? Not like that, no disrespect, you know what I'm saying? But to get that type of deal? Nah. You don't need a deal. What are you what is the label gonna do that you cannot do yourself is my main point. Provide you with that team that that a lot of artists are lacking. You don't need a full team. I know niggas that travel with three people every day and they're big artists. I got a camera sitting right behind you. I got my boy right here. It ain't nothing for him to pick it up and film me. Mm-hmm. It's for so, every artist. So then what what advice would you want to give to an artist as we close this out? A, a new artist I wanted to start today. What would be the best advice you could give? First off, engineer yourself. Mm-hmm. First why is that? Why, why is that? Because you don't got the time to be trying to pay for studio sessions and your sound isn't su- sufficient. It's not The sound isn't there. The sound isn't developed yet to where you want to get it. No artist will get worse. They only get better. That's anything people do in life. So, you know, you got to be willing to step out that box and say, fuck it, do it myself. Excuse my friends. But do it yourself. Because, you know, nobody going to sit here and just be like, let's record. Like, in this industry, it's a scratch my back, I scratch your back. That's how this game goes. Like, not like that, but like that. That's how this game goes. But 
for any artist coming up, remember, engineer yourself. Always remain you. Never switch yourself for nobody. Don't go being a fake you. Always be into your best capabilities. Don't think that you got to have all this shit to be just like one of us artists. Like, we hold an image, us artists that's already doing it. When you're a single artist, yeah, in the time being, yeah, upgrade your drip, get you some jewelry, all that shit. I'm not saying don't get your shit. But in the meantime, when you're just starting off, promotion. Throw every dollar into promotion. Like, my nigga Mikey, I was just looking on his shit on his gram. He's a producer for this nigga Russ. But he was he was showing how he run ads. He got $7,000 put into ads. 10 million people seen his shit. He's bigger than ever. Bigger than ever. $10,000 into ads for multiple songs. The thing is, divide your money. So when you drop it every week, divide your money. Pit 100 here, pit 200 here. 200 every week for six months straight. Use common sense. You don't think you'll blow up? Right now, it's an internet game. Mm-hmm. COVID fucked everything up. It's an internet game. It's based on clout. So common sense tells you everybody's at home. Uh, promote. Got a camera, shoot, promote. Every artist needs a camera behind them. No cap. Like, if you really want to really get into the music shit, always keep a camera with you first off, for sure. You want to show everybody the growth. Because nobody's seeing your growth, they don't want to connect with you. Like, if I go get me a big-ass, like, big-ass diamond chain, and I got hella cars and watches all of my wrist nobody gonna support that but when i got my regular shit on a nice high quality watch my regular chains on that means a lot to other people that see that like you know artists has to they we hit a standard to where we have to hold ourselves accountable for we hold ourselves accountable for our image we got to so always build your image too so it's not i'm just saying i'm not telling people don't we already know the backlash i'm gonna get on this type of shit when i post it don't not go buy your shit. Get your shit. Just remember patience is everything. First, start promoting. Promote yourself. People will support. But, yeah. Shout out my man's gang for politicking. My man's 16 in the back chilling. You know what time it is. My brother LA Anchors, you know what time it is, you know. So, it's all over around here. Just build your team, your foundation, and keep pushing. It's your boy Waves. <laughs>